Right, have you got everything now? I've given uh, you a list, a long what? list of things to bring. Got, have you got it? Um, do you have your list? Um, um, no. No, you don't have your list. Right, so you haven't prepared anything. You haven't I got didn't the know things this is any... what... I did, where are we? What do you mean? Where you... are we? We are conceptually in the House of Pickles. We are, we are, of, we are actually in the House of Pickles. Getting ready to go straight oh. to your envision tonight. Oh, that's tonight. That's tonight. We're going straight. Conceptually, oh, that's I'm... the idea behind this fucking episode. I'm pretty nervous that about it. We are, Paul. quote unquote, getting ready to go to the show, quote unquote, <laughs> and then we're going to quote unquote, but stop saying quote, quote unquote. unquote You're to doing go it to too your much. Vision. You... So this episode links to next week's. You shouldn't do air quotes with your mouth like that. Quote unquote. <laughs> like that. <laughs> So, uh, we've got we're ready, ba- I'm ready, I'm nervous. You we've can got feel the ba- nervous, it's cr- crackly, spiky, crackly, nervous energy we've, in the room. Yes, there are. we've got about an I hour. Don't know what, I've, got, I've got the list somewhere, don't worry. We've got I've about got... an hour anyway okay. before the uh, taxi turns up. So, we can just relax for a bit and chill. And I thought what we could do for an hour is just get ourselves in the mood and listen to, talk about Eurovision, talk about your envision, and play a few tracks that you've selected from your a box of magic songs. We've got a little, uh, a few... Uh, numbers. How many records do you think you've got, roughly? Because uh, there's a lot, right? Even in this room. I'd say I've got about four thousand sevens. You're a boring, boring bastard. You asked me. You're, You're a boring, boring bastard. You're a boring, boring bastard. And I don't want to make this podcast. Alone. You're going to make... die alone. I don't want to make this podcast You're going to die alone. Welcome to we Cheap Show. We all die alone, you twat. <laughs> Welcome to Cheap Show. <laughs> I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. People love noodles. It's just a fact of Cheap Show you're going to have to learn to fucking accept. Cheap Show. Hello, welcome to Cheap Show. This is our relaxed fit, Eurovision. 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 Pre Eurovision episode. Relaxed fit. We're just going to chill. I'm not relaxed at all. We're just going to chill, yo. Mm. Is that you chilling, yo? (sighs) See what I'm doing? Paul. I'm I'm chilling by holding my face like this. What you're doing is. Quote unquote. Quote unquote. Unfunny. Quote unquote. (laughs) Quote unquote. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) How about that witty put down? Um. The fucking Oscar Wilde of podcasts. <laughs> um, have you been following the actual Eurovision? Sorry, the actual Eurovision. I know contest. what you mean. You get confused because of the hype behind Eurovision. Yeah, Eurovision. You can't, mate. can't get it out of your head. I have to say, it's one of your most uh, successful naming things. I know. Whenever I say it to anyone, I go, "Oh, I'm doing this um, song contest on my podcast." Cool. Eurovision. They're like. You're in vision! Yeah, like that. Can They're like, whoa! You speak to weird people. That's fucking funny! No, I that's mean, good. I'm, I'm glad that sorry. the highlight of my career does have is a, ring, a bad pun. It has a ring to it. It does have a ring to it. So do bumholes. <laughs> you know what? I was wondering who was going to make that gag first. I had to. I had to. Get there. I, I was, think went to the anything. quickest way yeah, to you get did. to the ring. You, you, you took the ring I road. Sniffed the ring right you out. You took the ring road round. <laughs> took, went round. Come, come round here on the ring road round. Come round ring road round. 
Um, Go round there on the ring yes, road, I've round. Got it right. Take the ring road round. Get the ring road round there. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> that's tickled me so much. It's funny. Oh. Yeah. Um, but have you been following? Yeah, that's what I got a ring as well. <laughs> have you been? Big old butts. We need to say to the listeners, we are quite tired. We are quite tired. and emotional. And Paul, very. you've been working very hard. It's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Technical aspects of your envision sorted out. Yes, the show is going to be not so much technically difficult, but like logistically difficult. We've got a conceit for the show, which you know, if you're listening to this on the Friday the twenty first when it goes out. Uh, this evening on this Twitch. This evening is when it is happening. Twitch.tv forward slash cheap show, etc. Uh, that's what we're doing on the 21st, Friday evening, 8 o'clock, that, that's BST, that's which today. is summertime. I had to point that out because that's more accurate than GMT. I get confused, but it's BST. No, GMT is not. GMT is an hour behind. I know, but I never know when to use GMT because I thought it was just a standard. You do, no, you say GMT Yeah. When it's, when it's not BST. So it's only half a year when it's GMT. Yes. And it's BST. But it stays GMT for like the purposes of like uh, international. That's the weird thing. Yes. So in they still say it's an out, you know. Oh. You're a boring, boring <laughs> bastard. And you're going to Not going to do this podcast alone. anymore. Right. So. Uh, Everyone, can I just get this straight? I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a sort of philosophical matter. Yeah. When you say you're going to die alone. Yeah. You mean I'll be alone before I die. You because everyone. Spend... Everyone. Who's ever existed has died alone. No, some people die with people around them going, no, oh, around them, but that's die. not dying alone. Isn't you it? still die. It's still you who makes the journey into the night. Well, you know, there's a difference you know what I mean? between You're dying not, alone. Someone's not coming and... with you and going, oh, we'll die together. Well, you well when die. I die, you're coming with me. <laughs> Fucking, you, I won't be dying alone. The bullet's going to go through both our heads <laughs> at the same time. What the fuck? <laughs> right. I just wanted to point that out. It's just, you know. All well, I wanted to point out is everyone dies alone. You're, no, what well, you're no, saying is don't. you'll be a lonely bastard. And no one loves you. That's what you're trying to say. Uh, well, Just make, put a pin on it. I'm sorry if you uh, if my subtext was too subtle. Because I'm so boring, am I? Yeah. Because you've got you're surrounded by vinyl so much so you'll never listen to most of it ever again. I fucking will. You won't. There's okay. lots here that you will never listen to again. Uh, ever. It's just sitting here, impotent, impotent music. You've got you've got a music that will never. A lot of it's comedy in there. Well, no, I'll either pick one way. out at random. No, don't need you to pick anything out at random. It's a Richard Pryor record. This is very good. What's it called, Eli? I actually say it. <laughs> well, I want to know. What the listeners would like to know the title of that one you picked randomly. That Richard Pryor record. It was unfortunate that I picked that one it out. It was a bit unfortunate, wasn't it? It's great. It's a great performance. It's a great album. Do you know it? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Wonderful stuff. Have you been following Eurovision at all? I haven't. We haven't heard. You know what's weird? It's just the first I heard of anything was when I randomly came across a tweet that said something about the British song has got trumpets in. Mm. Uh, that's all I know. I couldn't tell you any more than that at this time. It's got trumpets in. Yeah. I don't I know mean, I don't know in what context, whether it's all trumpets, whether the singer's made out of trumpets. It probably features a trumpet player is what Mr. I thought. Because it's all about the show, isn't it? I mean, if it just had a trumpet track, no one's going to mention that, you know. You know, it's funny because the song context... It must have... I bet it's got, like, sorry to interrupt. I bet it's got, like, a some, some kind of sexy trumpet player of, of some sort. Why did you do a kind of sucky uh, cock movie? <laughs> It's a bit of a trumpet player. Oh, I was a tromboning. Yeah. Yeah. Rusty tromboning. 
Yes, yeah. I know. I was, I was, I was wishing and hoping that I was wanking but, 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 a uh, homeless man. Well, no, a homeless about a man. Hom- there's not a homeless man involved in this. I don't know why you brought a that medically in. subnormally well endowed homeless man. This is a horrible, horrible <laughs> image, and I'd like you to stop instantly. Well, you, you quote unquote started it anyway. Sorry, I got loud there. You don't because they <sighs> didn't. They didn't have a Eurovision Song Contest last year because of the pandemic. Yes. Is that correct? I don't know any of the entries. So they've I, done it remote. I don't, I don't know what's going on this year. But uh, I will say this: I find it interesting every year because allegedly the songs win on the quality of the song. Right? It's a song contest. You're meant to be really right voting for the writers. Of the song, but every the performers. Year, well, that's the thing. Every year becomes more about the performance, more spectacle, more, more spectacle, show. more show. And I'm not that's saying it's a bad thing necessarily. That's is it? not a bad thing. But then it's like, how do you judge the song? I mean, obviously, there's all the arguments about the politics of Eurovision and this country won't vote Quite for heavy that. Politics, and all that shit, right? Yeah. Which always gets thrown in. But like the Eurovision has got something to do. It's with got that, it. Well, this it? is the thing. It's yeah. got a history because I was going to do a thing throughout this episode. <laughs> where we talked about the scandals of Eurovision. And there was a few cute ones, like Cliff Richard not winning in his year because congratulations, which everyone remembers winning, never won. They lost to Spain. But apparently the, the Spain song? vote... I can't remember, but the Spain voting was rigged, and apparently the president of Spain got involved at some point. It's a strange story. It was a bribe. They got yeah. bribed. Yeah. Wow. But then there are other stories about how security So had congratulations to be... never won. No. But it was a big hit, probably. Well, everyone remembers it, but it, but it never won that year. number one here. Probably. I don't know. Is it true that Puppet on a String... That one. I don't know. Who sang it? Sandy Shaw, I want to say. Okay. I think two people. Did Lulu ever go into Eurovision? I probably. I think she did puppet. I don't know. Because she makes you want to shout, put your knickers down and your hands up. Look around. Come on now. What song's that? This is a bellow by Lulu. Bellow by Lulu. Because it makes you want to bellow. 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 Please stop me. Bellow. Unquote. Funny. Quote unquote. Funny man. Right. So. UK comedian Paul Gannon died today. But again, going back, other scandals have included extra security around certain artists because of things like Israel, Palestine and Russia and Georgia and things like that. Israel being allowed to be in the song contest. I don't understand In the Middle East. It's very. I don't. I mean, we shouldn't be in it because you're not in Europe anymore. When you think about it, if you want to, if you want to stroke your well, knuckles on that thought, in terms of like geography, we're still in Europe. You don't have to be in the EU to be in the song contest. No, you just need Europe you, you, more loosely. Yeah, but you Swedish think after all the fuss of Brexit, you think you get we we shouldn't be allowed in Eurovision either. They should they should tell us to fuck yeah, off and fuck have our own off. fucking song Do contest. Do your British song contest. They want the money. Isn't there some aspect of Eurovision where it is a, a money making? Enterprise. Well, it is for certain countries who get to host it and get all the rights and you right. know the it's it's it, it's like kind of like a mini Olympics for some or countries. World Cup or something. You know, it, it brings, brings a lot of trade and it brings, tourism. Mo- it brings money. So fair enough. Yeah, but I wonder if the actual organisation behind it, who sort of own it, yeah. the, the contest company. Yeah. I wonder if they are not not for profit. Or, I don't know. You know. I don't care. Gwar. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Gwar. What's gwar? They won it once, didn't they? No, that wasn't Guar. That was a band that you think is Guar because they had. No, it wasn't. It was something like Kral or Corgi or Flop versus Kral. Flop. Well, I tell you what, I can actually tell you because there's an article. I thought we could start here before we get to one of your musics uh, about the weirdest performances on Eurovision in its day, right? So I thought I'd look that up. Hang on, Eurovision. We keep saying Eurovision. I know. Lord, Lordy. 
Finland after winning in 2006. Right. Lordy. Lordy. That's what they were called, the Guar knockoff. Yeah. And they all had horror masks on, basically. Yeah. And, that uh, was their whole that was their whole gimmick. But was but it like a thrash song as well? Lordy was called Hard Rock Hallelujah from Finland 2006. Uh, it had standard Christian metal first. So they were a Christian metal oh, shock. Weird. I know, I'm, I'm probably reading this wrong. But anyway, the lyrics to, want, to the song included the lines, The true believers, thou shalt be saved. Brothers and sisters, keep strong in the faith on the day of rocketing. The day of rocking, yeah. It's a fucking <laughs> sweet line. <laughs> rock and roll angels bring thine hard rock, hallelujah, in God's creation, supernatural high. So maybe they I were. I see uh, why they uh, they won with that. Juxtapose Christian Anyone who messages. uses the rocking. Yeah, that's just Await the rocking. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That's like ACDC, for those for those who are about to rock, we salute you. Yeah. <laughs> that always cracked me up. So there, so I just thought I'd mention that, and I'll pick out a one or two more interesting performances from Eurovision as we talk throughout the show. Um, well, let's talk about a track you've picked, a nice Euro pop. Let's, should we go over them in the list, in the order In the we order we chose them. them, yeah, let's do that. Firstly, then, I have, on the Philips label, which is... They would... I love these relaxed episodes. Why? Because we're just chilling, man. I've got coffee. We're both smoking. Don't smoke, kids. It's bad for you. Quote, quote, quote. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Uh, and now we're just chilling and oh, talking. Right, good. I'm He's glad. Nice. I'm glad. You know what? I need some more light. Right, I'll give you a light. No. I'll put What's wrong one. with that light? I'll put this one over one on. Put the light on. All right. Come on, love. Sorry. Come on, love. You're wasting precious time. Ah. Come on, love. This is perfectly good light. There. Oh, great. Get that fucking thing out my face. And the lamp. And also your knob. Yeah, well, no, that was the joke I was making. <laughs> that was making, a quote-unquote not... joke. <laughs> <laughs> Veronica Unlimited. Do you know anything the... about Veronica Unlimited? I do not. But from listening the song and looking at the cover, the cover seems to portray Veronica Unlimited as... Terrible a, people. A, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> a group consisting of four ladies and one bloke who's like got a very sort of thin moustache. Some kind of leather waistcoat tie. It's and not a good look. Oh, there is on no, a Wikipedia article. Uh, it's all in foreign English. Right, I'll translate it. God, the future's great. Name of a Dutch group formed Dutch. in 77. Yes, Philips is a Dutch Philips is a Dutch company. This yes. is on the Philips label. 77 by a guy called Hans van Helmet. I bet that's him, van Helmet, in the middle. No, Hermit, not Helmet. <laughs> I wish he'd just called Helmet. <laughs> van Helmet. Would so be it consisted of you know a bunch of people who know each other and sang great. The group became famous with the song What Kind of Dance Is This? That's the the tune we're covering today, Paul. Which was in the top 40 for 10 weeks in 77. Which what? How high do you think that got? Seven? Something like that? Pop. Number two. Number it was two. a number two hit. I don't know where. The number, it also took number, second place in the National Hit Parade. In a performance by Top Hop, besides the band members, a number of extras were present, including a speaking master with a megaphone in a referee's chair. Yeah, that's the guy you can hear. After that... Not much was heard from this group ever again. Well, it's one fucking weird medley with a guy. Of, that's what I like, that guy. Should we list play for a bit? Because it's that guy who goes, <laughs> Yeah, let's do that. <laughs>
Yes, it's a medley. A medley of all your favourite hits from the 70s or whatever's popular when they were making this album. And it's sort of from the... It's from the sort of... The song is told from the sort of perspective of someone coming into a dance club, maybe, and they're going, what kind of dance is this? You know what I mean? I like it. You know, like it's like the judges at the end of Flash Dance or something. You know what I mean? What? So hang on, getting so into it. Like, someone's walking down the street, proper, like, oh, what is this noise? And then they come in and they go, oh, actually quite it's good. Music. It's actually quite. <laughs> Music, and then music. they go, what kind of dance is this? Hang on, what does it say? What kind Turning of song or dance? On, what kind of dance is this? What kind of dance? Well, the answer is disco. So they see some Lothario, you know. Yeah. Like John Travolta type. Yeah. And they go, what kind of dance is this? Frothing me off. But it doesn't tell you in the song. I'm getting all bubbly. It doesn't tell you in the song, though, My does it? My panties are froth. <laughs> My Mate, panties are froth. My panties are froth. <laughs> Sounds like a bad translation. <laughs> right. What I want you to tell me is, I got the impression, because she, yeah. there's a female singer yeah. and backing singers, who right. are also female, but then you've got the megaphone guy who sort of announces the little transitions between the medleys. I guess oh, that was no, it's time to dance, whatever. Yeah, that's who sits in the referee's chair. Yeah, but is that him on the cover there? I mean, I presume so. I'm surprised he didn't put it on the cover, him sitting in a referee's chair yeah. with a megaphone, because that would have sold the image. Yeah, better. He just looks sleazy as hell. Well, it looks like a guy who's sort of... It looks like a guy who spent a lot of money to get a load of models in to pose with him. Well, it looks like a, a bad guy or 70s stand-up. Terrible. His moustache is pure... Like insidious but there was a lot predator. of this because, as you pointed out, what year is this? Did we find out? Like seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. So, getting towards the arse end of the seventies, and disco is not too far away from imploding, right? Oh, it's at, at seventy-seven. Is the height was the boom of it, right? Yeah, the the peak. So, I so think you could say where there are a lot of songs where there was medleys. Because remember that Cafe Cream with the Beatles thing, which I know is a different genre and blah blah blah. Well, no, but... that's still that is almost exactly the same genre. If you think was about that disco it. as well? Like, was yes. that a disco mix. It has a beat that sort of links all of the medley bits. Do you yeah. see what I mean? And it goes back to the disco. Do do, and then they do the disco. It's a bit. strange phenomenon that I don't understand because. Famously, Stars on 45, which were sold completely on his 40 songs in a row, all cut to the same beat. So you right? put them on at a party. But why were those albums made? Why were there albums that were like, forget the disco medley, why were there people who go, we're going to do covers of all your favourite Beatles songs and release it as an album when people can just buy a Beatles album? Cheaper. Because Kaytel did a lot of that, right? Yep, much cheaper. And the Top of the Pops albums were all and covers. If you buy a Beatles album, you're not going to be dancing the whole way through. You just want recognisable stuff. It's well, forget about the synchronisation. The, the, the you know the putting it to a beat and but I'm talking about when when people release cover songs of bands that are already out at the same time I think releasing it's cost. songs. It's cost. It's just a strange thing for yes. me. And why would you go? Oh, I'm going to listen to Bertie Bassett and the Greyhounds version. Because if you think about it, before recorded music. People listen to music by having a piano yeah. in their house, and you'd either have a player piano that would play that would play these songs, or you'd buy the sheet music. Do you see what I mean? That was the hit. Okay, like, yeah, you were buying hit. the sheet music, yeah. And that, that was the first So charts, it didn't matter it? who played the song. The song is the most important thing. It's yeah. like, you know, That's my what daughter you were buying. will play it on the piano, this song. I love that song. Play it on the piano. Yeah. We'll buy the sheet music. Do you see what I mean? But wouldn't it be expensive so, for a band so to do the songs of the Beatles and release them as their own? No. They just buy, they buy, they buy, they pay Parlophone, whoever's got the uh, got the rights at that time. Because like, like I mentioned just a minute ago, like the top of the Pops albums, which are, you know, compendiums, but they were all covers. Like famously, like Elton John performed yes. pianos on some of the songs before yeah, he was so famous. what they did is they got all the songs, sort of popular song of the time, and just said people just want these songs. They don't ma- it doesn't matter to them 
about the artist. It's the song that is. Do you see what I mean? But then they have which to I think is sort of song. a leftover from that earlier period where the song was much more important than any particular artist or any particular performance. It's only once you get into the rock and roll era, right, that the that the the artist and recording is more important. Do you see what I mean? Okay, I the see what you mean. Specific artists and re- and there's so there's a there's a hangover that. In the 60s, people just go, oh, I want a party. We just want songs, popular And they'll just songs. stick a song on because the K-Tel version and of Rolling they are, Stones. it would be significantly cheaper to buy a K-Tel or a Top of the Pops compilation yeah. of, of different artists, you know, not the original Because they artists. were, quote, unquote, good enough. Yeah. They, they were in the back of a room when you were partying. Much it would be cheaper, cheaper, yeah. Interesting, because also, I guess there wasn't such a thing as a now that's what I call 26, exactly. where all those songs would be listed. So you'd put them all on a comp- On reflection, that makes sense when you see a compendium of covers like the Top of the Pops albums. Yes. Which weren't, wasn't related to the Top of the no, Pops show. A lot of KTEL right? was, was compilations of yeah. just chart hits by the original artists. That came through pretty quick. And that's... it wasn't until the Now albums or something when they became a proper here are the artists. No, and that's what I'm saying. Early KTEL, I've got a few. Yeah. KTEL LPs, which have like Elton John. Uh, you know, backing or they the... just get the rights for certain songs and they put them out. You know, so how come it's called Top of the Pops then? If the BBC had a show called Top of the Pops, I don't think Top of the Pops was a copyrighted name. Oh, I see. So BBC just went. That was a popular phrase. What's Top of the Pops? We'll call it Top yeah. of the Pops. So they didn't have. Yeah, I think oh, so. Yeah, that's interesting. Because he definitely didn't have the Top of the Pops records. We should set, tell the listeners what these were a bit more specifically. Okay, so Top of the Pops were a bunch of compendium albums featuring all the latest hits. They were, but they were all they, they were all done by cover bands. Yeah, cheap cover bands, just yeah. diversions. Yeah, mostly scousers. And apparently. again, you've got to, you've got to remember as well. People wouldn't have access to all of those songs. No. They hear it on the radio. You couldn't just download it. No. So they, you know, so they're in the shop and they go, "Oh, I like all these songs." It was, it's cheaper to get this than to buy twelve singles. Yeah. Or it's cheaper than to this yeah. than to buy a Rolling Stones album, album or whatever, or yeah. four albums, yeah. whatever. So yeah, I guess it was a way See of kind I mean? of your own first early mixtapes before mixtapes were even a thing. Exactly. Oh. Um, that's to do with access. You couldn't, you know, obviously these days it seems ridiculous that you'd ever want to listen to a second well, you know, cover version of a song that's already available, last... but it wasn't as available. No. The last we had of that, the last, in my opinion, of those that genre is probably Jive Bunny and the Master Mixers. Yes. But that did it in a retro way, didn't it? Because it, Cause it was more back... like sampling. It was more like, it's stealing. Yes, but it but... also was bringing back those rock and roll songs still in an era where... People would remember them, those songs, but not necessarily have access well, to them. Because you'd only hear it on the Goldies radio or, you know, you wouldn't have be well, able to hear those this songs. This is the thing. The 80s were fa- famous for being very kind to its 50s and 60s artists. So that's why, for example, the best example is Back to the Future brought back that 50s aesthetic and the popularity of that music. Yes. And then you led on to films like, you know, uh, La Bamba. Yeah. And, and there was the, a huge sort of 50s rock and roll 80s thing, wasn't it? And then there? Jive Bunny came at the time when like people were still kind when was of the first Jive Bunny, like 88 or 87. Oh, yeah. So it was still like, you know, there was still James Brown and uh, and, you know, Aretha Franklin in the charts in the 80s because yeah. of that revival. Yeah. And they were kind of going, oh, there's a bit of glam. Here's a song with all the glam hits in a row. Here's a song with Is all that the what kind Jive of. Bunny did, yeah, yeah. Because like songs were themed around genres of music. So. The first song, Swing the Mood, was all the kind of big band stuff. Yes. And then they had the... Rock and roll. Rock and roll one. And then they had the glam one. If you they hear do the have al- a glam one. Yeah, I've never heard that, that one. That had Devilgate Drive and then it was Gary Glitter yeah. and all this and kind of leader. stuff. Yeah. And the leader, all of that. And yeah. so the first album was basically a mix of all those kind of songs and mix-ups. Yes, and- but it was like sampling because they didn't yeah. usually play the whole songs, did but they? It's, it's kind of a halfway house between those... Yeah. 
those cover albums and the medleys and then and actual samples. But this stuff, is the thing. You know? It's like people are often loathe to bring up Jive Bunny in terms of real music, quote, 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 real music. Yeah, they, they're not they're not highbrow, that's but, for sure. But they kept those things alive. Well, that's the thing. For me, it was my first exposure to the, you know, the Little Brown Jug and the Pennsylvania 65,000, the big band music yeah. and stuff. And I was like, and then that, and the oh, and Spike Jones. Stuff. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And so what it did let me... Spike Jones? Yeah. You know, it, I'm saying once I started finding out about big band music and yeah, loving all that Yeah, then you found out about Spike Jones. Then yeah. I was going, oh, that Spike Jones is like the wacky version it of really a Glenn is. Miller. He's incredibly wacky. Beautiful stuff, though. Fucking great. Who's there? Like, <laughs> I wish I could do it. Like, <laughs> he was the very first guy to say, Quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly Blip. broke my neck doing that. Blip. Blip. Would you like another? Um... Oh, well, didn't we talk about Veronica enough? What else is there to say? They did a. What they, do they, they do? Mar- what do they medley in that tune? I've forgotten now. It yes, was so long see. ago. Let's just see what they medley because you're not going to be able to play you on the, the record. Thing. Yes, it does. All right. Because they had to le- list it. All right. What kind of dance is this? Frothing my gas. My gas, it's bubbling. That is not. The track listing. Frothy and nice. Do you want to maybe say words? <laughs> I am. Frothy and nice. Including, do you want to dance? Yes. A hard day's night. Yes. Let me in. And I don't know what let me in is, but... And Mr. Tambourine Man as well. Hey, Mr. Tam. That's not really one... I mean, they do discify it, but like totally. you shouldn't. Because no. that's not the point of that song. No, you shouldn't. Who was that again? Hey, Mr. Tambourine, Bob Dylan. Yes. Yes. But the most famous version was The Birds. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, I always get confused between the birds and the animals. Birds are a type of animal. I know, but the bands, the birds and the animals. Why do you get them confused? I don't know. One's American, one's British. Yeah, but they had a similar kind of... They had nothing similar about them. Fuck off. Anyway, here's the next... I thought I'd bring this up again because I think it was relevant to our last Eurovision episode when we talked about stuff. But remember you played Genghis Khan or Genghis Khan? Yes. So that's a Euro pop. Do you know what country entered that in 1979? Uh, what ge- nationality was Germany? It was a German Germany. group because so, Boney M had had such a huge uh, with success Ras- with, Ras- with Rasputin. Rah, rah, Rasputin. Because that was the weirdest topic. They were for like, a- "We want another famous monster from history." Who was Genghis Khan? Genghis Khan, who raped and pillaged his way across yeah. all of Europe. Well, Rasputin wasn't like a bag of laughs. Was no, he? he wasn't. A, he wasn't. But he he's kind of like the. He was horrible. Again, listen to the last podcast in the left five part sto- oh, history Rasputin on it because it's fucking amazing. Yeah. He's a fascinating character and probably one of the most important people in history when you think about what he was happened. Definitely very important in history, but also, you know, he was a horrible. bastard. Yeah, horrible person. And... Not an actual murderer though. Was no, he? he was. He was just. He, he used. He was exploitative. Whereas and Genghis he, Khan, you know, was just a monster, an absolute monster. But perhaps that's why you know Raspy Ra Ra Rasputin was a hit and Genghis Khan everyone's like come on let's but, pushing it a bit far true but he was good at skateboarding it's like Bill, Bill and Ted reference because okay. he does skateboarding yeah. in that memory it, decapitates it's a bit like having you know I don't know what like I don't know you know so Churchill you got on a, nothing <laughs> shut up Churchill on a skateboard Churchill on a skateboard and then was like hey and then Hitler comes on a skateboard and then was like Boo. what are you talking about <laughs> I'm talking about Rasputin being a hit, and then Genghis... It was a hit as well, wasn't it, Genghis Yeah, Khan? but there was no disco hit about Hitler skateboarding either. I wish there was somehow. No, we couldn't make that work. <laughs> uh, so it, it just talks about how Genghis Khan was just chosen randomly by this band called Genghis Khan. Cause that, They're not called Genghis Khan. The band was called Genghis Khan, weren't they? Yeah, but only after they'd chosen Genghis Khan. But that's what I'm saying. They, they were weren't formed. like, oh, God, we need some monster from history to do a song about... 
hang on, we're called Genghis Khan. It was there all the time. Do you know what I mean? My hey, point, no. Was in, uh, so many bands for Eurovision are built for the show. Like yes. they didn't exist and before they that song. Were as well, is what I'm saying. And it was like, what's the song called? Genghis Khan is like what are we M. called Genghis Khan you filled the form in wrong ah, uh, yeah, whatever. whatever we yeah. are still cool and groovy yeah we are Genghis Khan now quickly put on the Genghis Khan costume and start doing the dancing <laughs> yeah. now it's, it's, it's funny as well it's but... not as good a song as Rasputin it's no. boring no but the interesting thing about this is apparently a year after they did Eurovision right after their strange show Eurovision Eurovision <laughs> Think about it as subliminal advertising. Okay. Um, they were banned from entering the Soviet Union due to anti-communist concerns. I don't even who, know who why. Who had the concerns? The co- Soviets had a concern that for some reason... Well, it was Genghis Khan, is Genghis Khan. He was, had, anti, he was anti-communist, Genghis was he? Khan. Oh, yeah. He was like very hierarchical, wasn't he? I don't know. I don't know anything about Genghis Khan outside of what I watched in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Genghis Khan, I do know this And that small everyone amount. apparently Paul. has a little bit of his DNA in yes, him. Because I, he... have, I have a small amount of knowledge about Genghis Khan from, you know, uh, history YouTube. Yeah. It's an anomaly. Like... They were sort of anomalous in history, the the Genghis Khan, the Horde. They conquered everywhere and they were like hugely like... They were were terrifying. You know, you knew if you saw them on the horizon, you were fucked. But also there's people who think that they were, in a way, were the start of secular society. Because what Genghis Khan did is he tolerated people's creed and religion as long as he was in control. So he was like, I don't care what you fucking do, provide you will give you money to me. Yeah. As provided I get the money, sort of thing. And he was just Which quite... Which is... In, but they see now as sort of almost progressive. Do you see what I mean? Okay. Because he wasn't Apart imposing... in that one small F yes, aspect. he'd still kill your daughters or whatever, uh, yeah, but, and, you know, take yeah, them. And, and do all know, kinds of horrible yeah. shit. But, but he'd let you let you worship Christ or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, he'd be, be like, like Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, people do say... So people don't say, you know, they... They say there were things about it. What happened to him in the end? How did he? Because the Mongols were like what? In, in terms of like control, it's like the, bigger than the Romans, I right? In terms got, of their empire. I think it just got. He, you know, he's he had descendants or sons who took over, and it just it it waned. Oh, le- uh, okay, so legacy by legacy, just I kind believe of they were, I believe he wasn't the last of the the, the Mongols. Yeah, the Khans. No, the very last one was in space with Kirk. Oh, kicked off. It kicked off with the Genesis oh, device. Oh, oh, that was terrible. Oh no! That's no. I'm thinking of the one with Benedict Cumberbatch. No, no one talks about Star Trek when he into goes, darkness. Who am I? Mustache mm, twirl. Khan. Hands up. Yes, you boy. Don't know. Don't care, sir. Thank you. Oh look, here's a triple reference. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> yeah. If you want to see a good modern Star Trek film, Star Trek Beyond. That's I my don't movie reference. Good. You, d- you didn't like it. I prefer the first one. I, I actually think it's the best but one of the three. can we all agree the second was shit? Absolute yeah, dog yeah. shit. And that's all we got time for on <laughs> Eli and Paul's Movie Night. We'll see you next week. We'll be talking about Spiral. You were meant to do um, another moment. Do you want me to do another one? Because the only other one I was going to mention, because uh, there are weird and wonderful ones through time, but I wanted to go back to our previous episode. Because remember that turkey song that you fell in love with? I, well, I wouldn't say fell in love. You with. were laughing like a drain when you heard it, and quite rightly because it was. I just was going through some crazy. shit at the time, you know. Oh right, that's the excuse. I was in here by You're myself. You're emotionally fran- fragile. Apparently, I'm going to die alone. So you know. Well, lucky you. Weird. So anyway, <laughs> for those who don't remember that episode or haven't heard it, one year Ireland decided to enter Eurovision, and it was you got to remember they aren't just like they don't just appear on the stage on the day and say we're Ireland, here's our song. There's like in each country they whittle the songs down. Oh, yeah, so, there's competitions within each country as so well. So eventually Ireland say, we voted for this song. And one year, Ireland voted for a song sung by a kind of hot, happy, hardcore turkey. Yeah. 
and I think it was voiced by the people who did Zig and Zag because those puppeteers were from Ireland they and they were. had a show in Ireland and they were known for doing puppet shows. I've got shows. that Zig and Zag song on 7 Which one? Them All Love Me. They All Love Me. I fucking love them that girls, track. Them girls, them girls all love it me. It goes on too long, but I do love that track because uh, 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 I like that bit uh, where it goes uh, boom, uh, boom, uh, the crowd go boom, <laughs> the check it, the wreck it, the crowd go boom. <laughs> it is actually quite good as sort of pop. Um, what would you call that stuff? It's like Too Unlimited. Isn't it? It's I that don't style. know. Because like that was, late nineties, like the out the out here brothers, out there brothers. Yeah. Don't stop moving, baby. Yeah, Oogie yeah, boogie, that. drive me or crazy. Vega boys or wiggle it. Yeah. Whoever did wiggle it just yeah. a little bit. Wiggle it yeah. just a little bit. Absolute I want to see you wiggle it. Yeah. Just a little bit. Physically fit. Physically fit. Physically. Yeah. Physically. Physically fit. Uh, so yeah. So uh, the thing is, at this point, I think, what year was this? Two thousand and eight. There was kind of like a joke that Ireland always won Eurovision. Well, that's what I was going to say. They've they've had a, a disproportionate amount of success over the years, haven't they, Ireland? Mostly with awful ballads that everyone forgets. But that, well, that's the Westlife. Yeah, it's, that's the Westlife uh, formula. So isn't it? there's an argument to say that Ireland purposely voted for this. Westlife thing. were Irish, weren't they? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, Boyzone, if you want. And Boyzone More as well. But that. didn't they both do just ballads after ballad? No, after Westlife ballad? are very much the energyless. Ballad. And Boyzone had some more up. They had more numbers. upbeat. They did the whole kind of almost Spice Girls thing where they went for a Motowny sound every now and okay, then. Well, and I stuff. prefer that to the West Westlife. Drivel. I don't think did anything upbeat. It was always on a bench going. Mm. They're, they're always standing on a pillar with their arms outstretched yeah, going, yeah. I'm a boy in yeah. love with you. I'll hold you in me I arms. I really didn't like And that. I'll nudge you with me groinal. Groinal um, nudging, groinal nudging. I'm flying without wings. Because it's my falling. groin. It's my falling, groin mate. has anti-gravity. My but groin anti- is anti-gravity. It just won't keep itself down. I've got to strap it to my belt and swinging it around. My mother said, put it away. What you gonna do? I said, mother dearest, I'm gonna stick it down with glue. Now, Bill Donut appearing again. It's not Bill Donut. It's it, Paul all Gannon all times. There's a bit of donut in all of us. So anyway, they argue that they, they put the turkey in so they could lose Eurovision purposely so they didn't have to fucking host oh, it. Oh, so it was like a producer's thing. They tried to lose, but then it got Who big. knows? Who knows what the story is, but for whatever reason, it didn't, you know. Oh, no. It didn't win. It didn't win. No, it didn't no, fucking win. But, it did but, all right. but they didn't get to do Eurovision in the end because it didn't re- win the semi finals, which means. Oh, it never got into the actual contest. Neither, it, it, did, it didn't win Ireland's nomination. Oh, hang on. Maybe I've read this wrong. No, because it performed in Eurovision. So maybe. I'm confused. It says here, needless to say, didn't make it past the semi finals. Headlines the day after the performance made a lot of bad puns about roasting. Maybe they just didn't make it into the final show, and this was their big hit to try and get into the final. Like that, well, Ireland you... chose this, but it didn't get through to the actual show. Yeah. So yeah, therefore they weren't in the competition that right. year. But right. I, th- I think it was even was it no even... because you do get an entry. All of the countries get an entry. Yeah. So it wasn't Ireland's entry. Maybe it wasn't Ireland's entry, but no, it was their entry. It was. It was. But what I'm saying is, it won the Irish vote, but it didn't get into Eurovision proper. And then if you're here, there's a band in 2013, Caesar, called It's My Life, Romania, right? And the whole theme was vampires. So a guy... I think I saw that. Yeah, he was in a land of vampires. So he's doing this stage on a blood stage and all these people who are pale going, oh, you sexy vampires. Yeah. I don't know. Silky red tops lay beneath Caesar, resembling a sea of blood, while pale red dancers perform acrobatics around him, at one point raising the top and slowly elevating Caesar until he's riding that red red wave into eternity. Sounds good. Uh, Look a bit gothic. He said he performed as as a regal vampire. Oh, despite that his entry, It's My Life, is a run-of-the-mill love song that has nothing to do with vampires. Right. (laughs) They just did, yeah. It's like, your song's a bit shit. What have you got to spice up? 
Well, I just saw the film Twilight. We do that. We do Twilight. Hey, Violet. Hey, Vampire is so hot right now. Yeah, it's groovy hot. You know, <laughs> All our accents are the same when it comes to Europe. You know, we're going to do zombies, but zombies are so trashy right now. I want to suck your cock. I like it. I like it. I think I'm going to buy it. I like it, you know. Good. So, let's move on from those things because my battery's just died on my phone so we have to now move on so what's the next pop hit oh the next song we're going to cover today paul is not that oh cappuccino cappuccino and it's called you can't get frothier than a cappuccino can you you can't and they are a very frothy group now you've done a bit of research a little bit of research there Uh, wasn't much to find out about them find out they were from they are a italian band that but were based in spain ah so I don't know why can't get more Euro than that. No, what a strange thing though to like release me music through Spanish labels, even though you're Italian band. Now they on the cover to this. This is their cover version of "Proud Mary," the Credence Clearwater revival song. Yes, shall we play a little bit of that now? Of their version. Yeah, let's yeah, do okay. it now. This is Cappuccino with "Proud Mary." Go find it. I mean, it's a choice, but that voice, the female voice, is not. So here's the best way I can describe it: is that to me, it sounds like someone took the Bee Gees and then shrank them down yeah. by fifty percent because their voices sound like yeah. they're doing that falsetto thing, it's but like via cool. Pinky and Perky. It, it's a very childish falsetto, it's isn't odd, it? Sort of. It's an odd choice. They make odd choices. They do look more fun than Veronica Unlimited, though. They're there on the beach on the on the photo. Yeah, uh, on the cover of this because it's got um. Did you know, Paul? Did you know? Seven-inch singles on the continent yeah. almost always come with a picture sleeve, whereas in the UK most... and US, they don't tend to. They tend come with to just a plain the... company sleeve. With the hole in the middle. No, the hole in the middle is everywhere except Britain. But... The big hole, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, the, yeah, like that one. The big hole's everywhere except Britain. Weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is strange. And and they have a whole different hole. Oh, system. not the big hole in terms of the, the the hole in the actual vinyl. I'm talking about the sleeve with the big hole, so you can see the actual sticker. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, like a company sleeve with a with a big hole, so you yeah, can see so the you label. Yeah, see the label and That's stuff. That's commonplace in Britain and the US. But in Europe, it's like sticker they always picture have on pictures. It. Yeah. Why is that? Do you think just because they're I more creative? Have no creative? idea. It's a mystery. It's one of these mysterious things. They don't even know why. It's a mystery. They don't it's really a know. Mystery. They don't really know why Britain went with the, the the small spindle. That wasn't common in America. They didn't have the big holes. They had the all big. They all came with big holes in America. <laughs> <laughs> they all came with big holes in America. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. in Britain, so you, that's why you need those converters. Yeah, um, they're all there on the on a dinghy. They're having uh, a lovely time. They, they look like a, a 
I like this vest. I once kissed multi- a girl under a dinghy. How did you get under the dinghy? The dinghy used to be up, right, upside down in uh, in a friend's garden, and we used I to use it as a tank in there. Really I bet did. There was oh, like cross between like rotted plastic and and, yeah. and moss. I can smell the underside of that dinghy. You know, you can smell the soil. Yeah, and you can also smell the, the rotting. Plastic. Yeah, the yeah, plastic. The, yeah. So I once kissed a girl. Yeah. And it was one of my earliest memories of kissing. Is nice. Didn't I'm do anything. Didn't do anything. Didn't anything naughty. In... No, I didn't. I was what? like six. I've seen. Mate, we're moving on. <laughs> we're moving on. Because there's no way I'm going to let you carry <laughs> on right. with that I thought. No, I shouldn't. Um, we used to play Kiss Chase, and there was like this concrete tunnel. Yeah. Put it this way. Mate, is this going to... It was my first flash of the old... Uh... Mate, please don't. <laughs> don't carry on with All any right. of your thoughts. Uh, let me have this thought. This guy in the band who's like got the guitar, look at his multicoloured vest. It's nice. It's cool. He looks a bit like Robin Williams. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I like the lady in the back with the green vest who's like spread her it's arms out. not a vest. Out. That's a dress. Dress. I meant to say dress, but the word vest came no, out no. instead. And look, they've got their LP. So they, they are promoting their, their LP because the LP's on the beach. Yeah, because you buy the, the single dinghy. and you go, oh, they're old They must something. have an LP. What's all this? They have an LP. <laughs> Pity the image is too small for me to read yeah, and understand. So I'm <laughs> going to take a wild guess at when it comes out. Ridiculous photo. All right. But the other side of that, I mean, it's not very good, is it, their cover of Proud Mary? They've it's... tried to disco fire. It doesn't work. And, the, of... and the vocal's weak. Yes. Bless them, though. In terms of the production and the sort of, you know, the playing of the instruments, not yeah. bad. Uh, on but... the other side, we we see a much more confident and sort of... But uh, it, 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 there's a little bit uh, of glam effort. to it. Don't you think there's a bit of kind of glam they've sound put to in, it? They've, they've put in... That they've stomp. changed this. Yes. That kind of glam stomp. They've put that glam stomp in. That's not in the original song. It's not even in disco. Uh, that glam stomp, the kind of sweet sound almost, yes. isn't disco. Yes. yes, so they've kind of crossed it with a glam stomp with a disco sound to that Proud Mary. So perhaps there's too much going on. There's in their too cover much going on. They, they're Mary. panicking, I think. But get down, brackets, to the disco on yeah. the other side is much more of a sort of straight up bit of Euro disco. Yeah. And it's it's all right, actually. But you know, Should we have a bit of that as well? Uh, yeah. for me to do this week <laughs> sorry man i think we should play him a bit of that yeah no Come you're on, right it's just like, i i know what i'll I'm... send you the files yeah it's I'll just like, nice... I, I know what my soul's thinking as i'm editing this it's like eurovision's coming and it's you've got so much to do and the judges have sent in different types of videos and audio <laughs> that you thought you wouldn't have to deal with but now you've got to do a lot more video editing as well uh well paul you've got a few hours to do it till tonight yes uh, so I hope oh yes that's yeah. right Tonight, quarter quote tonight. 
Hot on cocked. Hot on cocked. So, that's Cappuccino. Good name for a, for a disco outfit. Splatter or platter? <sighs> platter. A splatter. It's a splatter, it's, yeah. It's amusing and cute, but it's not very good. It doesn't I'll give last. a platter to the B-side, the, the disco tune yeah. on the other side. I like that. Should we crack on with the last song, then? Was that it? Yeah. So You're let's talk about over. our last song, because there's, there's more to talk about with our last song, anyway. All right. We can get into the guts well, We've got two it. songs, don't we? I guess. We've got one artist, two tracks, one single. Two singles, one track, four starters. <laughs> how many judges, Paul? Thirteen. And, and <laughs> how many? Thirteen different how videos many and songs. Do we have to tabulate? I'm still waiting to get some of them back. Stress it a bit. Don't worry. Don't tonight, right I'm going to be on the whiteboard. Hopefully, if we manage to get one, uh, and I'll be tabulating the scores yes, on the you night. Will. I trust you implicitly. And I just want to say to everyone who who entered your Envision, thank you again. And your songs will be played on the podcast. We've got a special little yes, idea. Yes, we're keeping the up. songs a surprise until the night. So hopefully everyone tunes in to see if they made it. And if they and didn't, don't worry. It will be in a future episode because we're going to do our own kind of top of the pop style showcase of and, those songs. And uh, if anyone's wondering, will Teen Yeti return with a song? No, but... Not this year. Keep this page open. Is that what they say? Something like that? Yeah. Keep the jaw jar on, that idea. No, they Leave jaw- the window open a scratch. Don't they say, watch this space? That's watch what they this say. space, yeah. No, <laughs> leave the page open on the book. <laughs> leave a bookmark there. Yeah. Right. Dog ear the page yeah. of that Dog idea. ear that page. Yeah, dog ear that page. I like we that, should co- that's, that's ours now. Yes. Why don't you dog ear that? I'll dog ear that page. A dog ear. A dog egg. <laughs> dog egg. A dog egg. <laughs> dog egg that page. <laughs> With bits of hair in it. Nice now. little grumbly crumbles. <laughs> Grumble, crumbles. Grumble, crumbles. <laughs> Crumble. Hey, everybody, it's Grumble, crumbles. My... Oh, I'm Grumble, crumbles. Okay. Hey, Grumble, good. crumbles, would you like to come this way? Yes, hello. You come up the stairs near Ooh-hoo. to the management office. Oh, yes. Um, oh, hello. I've got somebody who wants to meet Ooh-hoo. you here. I'm Grumble, it's crumbles. It's Bobby. It's little Bobby. What was he called? I don't know. Bobby thought. Word Counted John. What was he called? Bobby <laughs> Word Counted John. Hello. Oh, Hey, I'm one Bumbly Crumbles. Two fee. Bumbly Crumbles. What do you do? Well, I leave Bumbly Crumbles. That's seven words. I leave them on the tables. One, two, three, four, five. I and am... what do you do? Do you eat them? I don't eat the I've crumbles. I've been very hungry. Would you like one of my Bumbly Crumbles? Could I just sort of take a break from counting words for a second? <laughs> I'll just go back under the table, actually. That's not a crumble. Ooh, that's a very big crumbly bumble. It's bumble. not a crumble. You can shut everywhere. I'm Bobby Word Counter <laughs> Jim. all of our characters about shitting. Right. Even when we kill them all off, I willingly bring another one I into existence. I don't know where. Grumbles Crumbles was going somewhere. Had a oh nice God, voice. Oh, shall I? Yes. I've had a good time today. I'm Bumbly Crumbles. Well, Bobby Word Counter John is totally... Oh... That's a little. How would you go? Bye bye. Bye bye. I promise, Eli. I'll never do him again. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Lady Bump by Penny McLean. Lady Bump. Now, as we discovered, this what we thought was a reasonably obscure. And she's find. not talking about her pregnancy bump. No, but, but you, you might think you that. Might think, but you might. She's think referring that. to the dance, the bump. Well, just before we get to there, because I did want to bring that up. First of all, we found out that what we thought was a rare track, was actually quite a big hit in the New York dance charts yes. or whatever. And she came and from in an her art, native Austria. And she came from a band that we've covered before in the past called Silver Convention. Silver Convention, who were perhaps one of the biggest sort of Euro disco groups, I'd say. Really? 
Yeah, they had a hit with Fly Robin Fly. And I've got a reggae version of that. It's very good. Was that the one they covered when they did Fly Eddie Fly? The fucking yes. Eddie the Eagle Edwards. Fly Robin Fly. That's how it goes. So they, that was a cover, the Eddie Eagle I one. I don't recall the Eddie the there Eagle one. There was a one. song called Fly Eddie Fly that no, was, was released that because... Kind of, did that, how did it go? Fly Eddie Fly. Yeah, I maybe. Don't I don't know. But Silver Convention actually has some stuff I like. And also they did that tune that we may have covered before. Rocket to the Moon or something. Mission to Venus. Me, mish, we're on a mission to Venus. Do, do. The spaceship um, coming up is called Love. Oh, love. Something yeah. like that. No, um, it's not something like that. So she's... You don't remember it. I remember it. I'm trying to fucking sing it for people. And you're fucking ruining it. Anyway, so she, Penny, leaves... Silver Convention. I wonder and... if she was still in the Silver Convention. Oh, you think this is just the thing she did on the side and became a big hit? Because Solo it was hit. a huge hit. Now, should we play a bit? We haven't played a bit. Let's play a bit of Lady Bump by Penny McLean. Hey, I'm glad you came in here tonight. I'm so itchy to dance, I can't stand it. And I was counting on dancing with you. It's a Saturday night, and I feel Question, what is the bump? Because obviously bump is a genre and she's talking about it. No, in... no, it's a dance. Disco okay, dance. dance. So you've got the hustle. Bump bump. Which is where you bump the bumps. Oh, is it when you just bump bumps? Yes, I think just so. Bump, no, I think that's bump. mainly what it, it comes down to. Wasn't bump. it kind of bump and then a clap and then a bump and then a clap and yeah. then a move and then a bump Something and then a Something like that. I don't know the exact way you do the bump, but it was one of those disco dances. And that's another thing I love about disco is that you... They had these dances that everyone did, but it wasn't so prescribed that you had to... Do you see what I mean? To you me, get, though... You get down, there's a record on, and you think, I'll do the hustle to this, or I'll do the bump. You don't have, it don't have to do but any one dance. You know? Based on what I've heard with the songs Bump In, and this one included, they're all kind of mellow tracks. They're not like high-energy disco. They tend to be more kind of wavy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. What, do you know what I mean? They sway more than they actually kind of bounce. If yes. that makes sense. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it does make sense. Uh, high energy came in later as a genre. I mean, the thing is, this didn't chart in the UK, but it was a hit in Australia, in Austria, Belgium. And on the New York dance. And, and that sort New of... New York disco charts, That yeah. gives it a bit of credibility, doesn't it? Because I mean? 40... that's the real deal. That's where the disco, that's sort of where the... Well, especially the in New York. The real disco thing was happening. In yeah, because was New York seen as the disco city? Um, yes, to a certain extent. There were different sounds... Different disco yes. sounds. It was San Francisco. Yes. Which had a very strong disco thing. And was that... Sorry to be from talking so That was gayer. Well, I was going to say, yeah. Was it more influenced by the kind of gay... In San Fran, Audiences yes. and crowds. I mean, disco itself came from the Latin community, the yeah. black community, the gay community. Right. It was all these sort of excluded minorities. And what was like the... What, because there's a lot of debate, but what do people say is the first disco hit? Like the first proper disco? They say it's uh, Rock Your Baby. 
Rocky baby. George McRae, yeah. Da, da, and da, that's Rock on the TK label, which okay. is Casey and the Sunshine Band. And that TK is all down from Miami. So there's a big sort of Latin influence in Miami. Right. And that build, that sound is also a very strong disco sound. Not quite as sort of um, underground as, as the New York sound. No. But as a song in itself, the Lady Bump one it is a very soft, gentle hit, but you can easily see why it went down well with the New York. Look at me. Look at me. It has that sort of vanity, you know, and it's a bit like... Um, I like the beginning when she goes, Hi, I've come to dance. And you go, have you? I want to dance with you. Oh, it's all a bit right like, Yeah, it's a bit like what kind of dance and is And I want this? a bump. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And then we danced all she's night. She's not a bad singer. No, she's got a good set of pipes on her, as they say. And there is a sort of extended disco. See, it's early, so this should be on a 12. I don't know why it's not on a 12, because you should have the Lady point, Bumps actually. on is on the other side. Which, which is, is just a dub or whatever extended, you call it. Yeah, extended yeah. instrumental sort of bit. Which is weird, because then all you hear is that soft disco beat, and then every now and then, look at me! It's fucking haunting. <laughs> it's like if you heard that in the middle of the night, without the music attached, it would be haunting, right? You're just sitting there in bed, and all like, look at me! But which would you prefer to dance to? Veronica Unlimited, oh, or Lady Bump, or Cappuccino's Proud Mary. It literally depends on how pissed I'll be. Right. So if I'm at a proper disco club where there's loads of deep cuts, you get up and dance the Lady Bump, right? Because right. someone would go, oh, you know it was a big New York hit. And you go, oh, oh It might you? actually, yeah. It might and then Cappuccino's and you're a little bit pissed and you don't give a fuck what's on. Or at the arse end of the night when you're too knackered Veronica and you Unlimited but Veronica is when you're fucking slaughtered on booze and you dance to any shit and it's like yeah and it's like, hey Mr. Tambor come on mum oh, get look, up it's a lifeguard with a megaphone thing and a moustache Oh, come on, get ready to dance, please. He's like that. I love him. <laughs> he thinks he's doing Mr. Blue Sky. Come on, he's like that guy on uh, the Yellow Submarine. Yeah. All aboard. Oh, in the land <laughs> where I was now born. That's a novelty tune. There's a song I live to see. And he told <laughs> me of his life. <laughs> in the uh, no, it's like, now you're doing it like he's George from Rainbow. <laughs> it's like you put your hand over your mouth. Because I'm trying to go. Yeah. I'm trying to get some resonance. Um, oh, you know what we should talk about before we move on and we finish up? The wizard you know, bump. The wizard bump. We need to, yeah, we haven't finished on... Uh, we haven't finished a penny quickly, yet. before we go to... Is Lady Bump for yeah, you the a cat is going to be here in a couple of minutes. All right, we've got to get... The, all right, we've got to cover the wizard bump then. Right, the wizard bump. Uh, I would say I've Lady Bump two, is a platter. I've got two... Yes. But it's a minor platter. I don't I don't. It's hate got it. worth, but it doesn't... Can, I don't connect with it. I don't hate it. I'd yeah. say it was a platter as well. Then we have another... Hit from her. I have two Penny McLean singles. You do. And notice again, picture Very similar. Their picture. These are Euro Seven, so they yes, have picture. Yes, have picture discs, and she looks very alluring she's on them. Very she's very. She's all like, I'm typical singing. Typical disco sort of makeup and a, a sort of big yeah, hair, silvery dress. Yeah. And she's got very. She's very ginger. Yeah. No. Well, she is ginger. Um. And then she's got this other record. One, two, three. For fire, which was bump. a hit, but I don't like it, so I want to play the B side. The B side is the wizard bump. Here's a little bit of it now.
Now, it's fine. It's let down by the lack of enthusiasm for of the wizard. <laughs> it's a strange song because it's again it's kind of it's almost like, it's almost like a ballad for most of it. It's kind of she's singing and it's soft and it's like oh. she needs a wizard. And then the wizard comes on. That will fucking do. What's this fucking wizard? Oh, needs me as I'm a wizard. No, can you put some more into it? No, 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 no. No, we've got five more minutes. If you pay for five more minutes, can we just give us one more take? All right, enthusiasm. Fine. Lots of spunk. No problem. Come on, baby. I'll do it. I'm a wizard, you know. Three, two. Yeah, that will do. Get rid of him. Put him in a fucking taxi. I'm the fucking wizard. Don't need a taxi anyway. I'll make a magic cloud and fly over there. Oh, he's gone. Fucking hell, he was a wizard. Fucking hell. What interests me as well, because you read a bit about the background of Penny McLean. Yeah. And she's into new age stuff. So there's definitely that influence coming through here. I, I, honestly, she had an though, album called Midnight Explosion, didn't she? She did, I wonder yeah. what that refers to. I An think, occult practice. No, I thought it was, well, I thought it was a cum thing. Well, you time it to midnight. Midnight. New like Year's Sting, Eve. Like Sting does. For all acquaintance, be fucking fucking old. Yeah. I wonder... Yeah. Old Lang Syne. I wonder... Drip. I wonder how many people actually sort of do a thing where they try and ejaculate on the chime of 12 midnight. On I mean, if anyone, if you have, please comment on whatever platform you listen to this. Have you ever blown your load at midnight? If so, please give us evidence. To me, it seems like she's trying to um, involve her interest in new age and magic. Can you imagine into if the, the wizard, song, the was, wizard it, was like the big bopper? Blue moon. <laughs> I saw you stand there. The wizard no, we need is... you to really sell the bar because bar, bar that's like what the kids like. Oh, fuck you. I'm off. I don't need this shit from you. He's hard to work with. I'm the fucking wizard. And the, he, he I, listen, I'm contracted. If you don't have a wizard doing a mouth improvisation in a song, then you get me. I know. And I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. Bah, 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 fuck you. Bah, bah. <laughs> Fine. Cut right. print. We're going to have to work with and it. don't bother getting me a taxi because I'll get a magic cloud. Oh, he's fucking gone. He's fucking gone. I love he it. just did the same skit twice. Oh, that's great, though. Uh, uh, well, I think the taxi's going to be in a minute. I'm getting well, the message on I'm the phone. I'm excited, Paul. There so, are some very good entries. Biffo and Ash are going to be waiting for us. I reckon There's we need to get There's a disco feel to some of them. Oh, we've got... It's a great lineup of music. Lots of variety. Lots of shocks and surprises to come. It's going to be a great night. You know so, what? I'm going to be getting hungry during the night. Will there be stuff that we can eat? Oh, uh, well, yeah. We're all going to bring... We've all got bags of snacks, so I'm going to bring Brilliant. some crisps. You've brought those crisps. Yeah. Biffo said he's found some wacky, wacky crisps, crisps he wants whatever. to bring. I've got those mushroom ones. Yeah, we'll br- yeah, you bring, bring those. those. Okay. But yeah, Biffo's been like, oh... Don't he's going to out-crisp us. What? You won't believe it. It's the craziest snacks in the world. I doubt and I'm it. Like, I doubt it. He's I full doubt of fucking it. Yeah. shit. So, join us tonight, if you're listening to this when it goes out on Friday the 21st, but if you Anyway, we're heading to our venue. Eight o'clock, BST on... Uh, brain's gone blank. Come on, Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash cheap show, etc., which is E-T-C. Join us at eight o'clock. It's going to be live and wacky with loads of guests. We've got Rialina, Nick Helm, Ethan Lawrence, Brian Weck from Ethan Ninja... Ethan Lawrence? S- yeah, from uh, like uh, Afterlife and uh, Bad Education. He's an Fantastic. actor and comedian. Uh, we've got Ashley Story. We've got so many. Ashens is going to be here giving votes. Eggsy from Goldie Looking Chain. Oh, yeah. We've got loads. We've got 13 great judges and some lovely surprises. Uh, oh, God, I'm going to be sick. Stop burping. I'm excited. Oh, it's here. Oh, right, it, we've got to go. Right, we've got to go. We're okay. going. Join us. 
at your envision 2021. Oh, and Bumble Grumble. No, take. Oh. Not in the taxi. <laughs> <laughs>